Well, more than 1.5 million people live in strata-controlled housing here in British Columbia. I mean, you only have to listen to the housing debates that go on here at CKNW that we're going to see, hopefully, uh, an increase in more housing being built. And a lot of them are going to be strata-controlled housing. And if you listen to this show and many others, we often talk about the death of the single-family home, which means greater density potentially in many of our neighborhoods with more condos and townhomes being built. Now, as I said, this strata complex development has swelled, but the pool of qualified strata managers has been decreasing to the point the industry says we're on the brink of a critical shortage of strata management. Joining me now to talk about this issue is Chris Churchill, who is the president at First Service Residential. Chris, thank you for joining us. Hi, Dad. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this shortage first and foremost. Um, is this something that is new or is this something that has been building over the last few years? Yeah, I think the uh, first alarm bell was really sounded uh, around 2015. Um, in 2015, there was roughly 12 to 1,300 uh, licensed strata agents uh, in British Columbia. And since then, the numbers remained relatively flat. Uh, so it's not a new issue, but I think that uh, over the past eight years, what we've seen is a very large population of baby boomers and folks that are approaching the retirement age which is putting, uh, I guess, a critical situation in much more of a critical situation with 40 to 50% of the current licensed strata managers within retirement age. And uh, in regards to the industry today, it, what kind of strain are we seeing on an on a, on a individual basis, on a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a, say, a strata property? What kind of things, where do you see some of those strains? Well, what we're starting to see is that smaller uh, stratas are having difficulty getting representation. As the shortage continues to build, uh, smaller stratas, unless they're willing to pay much more money than what they're paying, unfortunately choose either not to get representation or simply can't afford to get representation. Uh, So with a finite amount of strata managers and kind of a ballooning uh, amount of buildings starting to happen over the past eight years, it's just simply left uh, the smaller stratas without representation. What's considered, what's considered coin, a small uh, strata before you move on? What's a considered a small strata? Yeah, a small strata, I would say, is uh, roughly anything between 50 and 70 units. So that would be a lot of townhome complexes or small walk-ups. Hmm. And so uh, companies like yours, like First Service Residential, very well known in the industry, you would work on some of the, the bigger, bigger stratas, the bigger uh, the high-rises. Yeah, we specialize in high-rise, um, but we do manage stratas of all sizes. Uh, in regards to um, this challenge that is there, that is there before you, uh, what is the, uh, I guess, uh, the bottleneck here? Uh, one would argue, well, more housing, meaning there's more opportunity for strata managers, more opportunity for the private sector to, to expand. Why are we seeing this bottleneck? Uh, I think it's an awareness issue is the biggest thing. I think that uh, recruitment efforts uh, have been, uh, I guess, dependent on the brokerage. And as uh, large towers, uh, like, for example, we have 89 large towers that are currently under construction in the lower mainland, uh, what would be deemed as high rise. And as these buildings go up and as there's a push for higher density and higher towers to go up, uh, the industry has just simply had a very difficult time catching up uh, to manage the supply. Uh, and so in this case, what needs to be done moving forward? Is it a question of the industry needing to expand and, and government involvement of some sort? What needs to happen? 
Yeah, I think the industry, I mean, the industry is filled with very credible professionals that have been entrusted with very significant assets and equity. And we need to support the growth of the industry through uh, assistment, assistance in recruitment, education, and possibly training grants. You can't just all of a sudden become a, a strata manager overnight. There's a course that needs to be done, which usually takes six months to a year. Uh, most brokerages at that point will make sure that you get training within the brokerage for six months to a year, at which point you're then able to hold a portfolio. So even if drastic action was taken overnight, we're still one to two years away from solving the crisis that we're in, which is where the urgency is right now. Hmm. And uh, for for a company like yours, a large company, as I said, uh, well-known in the industry, how are you dealing with it? We've invested a tremendous amount of money into training. Uh, we have a training program for new strata managers. So anyone that's newly licensed can come into uh, our company. We'll provide training and development, uh, mentorship program, uh, be able to work on small portfolios with a mentor manager, um, and be able to try to, uh, I guess, supply our own strata managers. It's costly, but it's worth the cost. Uh, we also do a lot of training with strata councils. We feel that when strata councils are trained and knowledgeable, it makes everyone's uh, life and job easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do webinars, trade shows. We have a podcast uh, where we talk about hot topics uh, on uh, on Spotify and uh, Apple. It's called Strategize. So. Hmm. Uh, now, there's been talk about obviously removing any rental restrictions uh, when it comes to stratas. How much of an impact do you think that will have on the industry? Well, I guess, you know, uh, I understand the, uh, the reason. Uh, I guess it's a good idea. I think it was improperly... Uh, executed. Uh, there's more move-ins, more move-outs uh, with uh, rentals and stratas. That puts more burden on strata councils, more burden on strata managers. Um, you know, we've all we've all been renters at one point. Uh, you usually don't plan on living uh, in that rental location forever. Uh, that means that we have new tenants all the time that have increased questions, increased increased inquiries. Uh, and so on. So uh, just the workload in general in the uh, strata complexes that are now going to be uh, increasingly so rental uh, communities, not just strata communities, uh, it's tougher to build a a feeling of community uh, at times in those environments. Now you talked about just difficulty getting insurance. Uh, Are you hearing of cases where smaller stratas uh, have been unable to get insurance or it's much more difficult to, to find representation? It could be a challenge uh, in a strata complex that is heavily rental, as investors tend to be more inclined to defer, uh, defer maintenance uh, and push, uh, you know, uh, important maintenance schedules forward, uh, which then results in end up being a higher cost in insurance. Yes. Hmm. Uh, if this continues uh, in its present state, the way it is, where's the industry in, in two more years? I think the biggest thing is is that we're heading to a place, if not almost already there, where stratas under 80 units are going to have a very difficult time uh, finding representation. And then on the other side of the uh, uh, relationship there is large towers are going to have a shortage of managers that have the understanding and expertise to manage uh, these very large, complex uh, assets. Uh, both are very dangerous. Uh, they both come with a lot of uh, litigious liability. Uh, they both come with, uh, you know, a long list of, uh, of challenges. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate it. Thanks, John.